Hi, I'm Neil. I'm Veronica. We fell in love when we were 16. And here we are talking about what life is all about for us. Thank you for joining us. This is a Life Is Podcast with Neil and Veronica. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Life Is with Neil and Veronica, where we hope you all had a great weekend, whatever you had on your plans. I know ours was very busy, as always, it seems, lately, but with lots of fun and great memories coming off of our oldest cheer competition and, um, yeah, just some great experiences overall. But Veronica and I had a conversation earlier today and she's like, I think this is what we need to talk about because we were focusing on what we want to focus on and how to spend our time and energy. So if you've listened to any of our podcasts uh, in the previous episodes, time and energy are things that we talk a lot about because it's a very finite resource. And when we talked about focus today, it came up about how life is about significance. So I'll start off by talking a little bit on our conversation that we had, Veronica, and then I'll just get your thoughts on what you wanted to share about that. But when it comes to our focus, when it comes to what we should put our time and energy into, you know, everything that we do can seem urgent or everything that we do can seem important, right? There's no doubt that there's no shortage of that. Uh, And so what I was talking with you today about and what I've been learning a lot about when it comes to that is we need to focus ourselves on what is significant uh, and not what's necessarily important because like I said, everything can feel important. But when you focus on significance and the difference, I guess, in simplified terms is when you focus on significance, it helps to create more time and more energy for things in the future by taking those off of your, I guess, to-do list or accomplishments or fulfillment. So, so really everyone's significance levels or significance of things is going to be different. But when you start to, I guess, cross off what the difference is, you'll start to see that reap rewards in the future by creating more time for yourself in other things. And you can slowly, I guess, buy more time when you're coming up to other things. So I know that you had some thoughts on that when we talked today and you sort of stopped yourself short from sharing it too much because you didn't want to lose it. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on life is about significance. I think you touched on a lot of important things and I want to rewind all the way back to where you said, like we had a busy weekend. Um, And, you know, we had a video that we posted to our Instagram where I said, when do you not feel busy though? We can always fill that time with something, right? So it's not very hard to feel like you're constantly busy. Um, And I think the difference is what you mentioned. First of all, significance can mean something different to everybody. That's something I think that we focus on with a lot of the themes that we talk about. Everybody's baseline is different. So when you talk about what's significant for, you know, you versus me, that can be different. Um, There are things that are significant to both of us combined. We talk about that a lot too, right? We have our individual stories. We also have our own story together, but same thing about significance. And I think maybe if we just pause and take a moment about thinking about significance 
and what is significant in your life. We all know deep down what is significant to us, what means the most, what makes us feel fulfilled the most, what makes us feel the best, what we want to spend our time on. And I think it really boils down to, honestly, if we simplify it, because I know when you were talking about that right away, like in these last couple minutes, if I spend my time on what is significant and what I want to focus on, what I want to be spending my time on, I think naturally I'm going to feel fulfilled. Naturally, I'm going to feel like I'm accomplishing something. You know, naturally I'm going to feel happier because I am choosing to focus on what is significant to me. And I'm choosing what is significant to me because, you know, I was going to say because that's what's important. (laughs) But there is a distinction to be made there because we were talking about that today is that there's so many things that can take up our mental load, our mental energy, our space, our time. You said time is finite. We all have the same amount of hours in a day. Um, And we all have different productivity levels. We all have different ways of going about doing things differently. But if I were to think about, okay, I have two different buckets, right? Like let's say a lot of people do what they like to call a brain dump at the beginning of the day. Just get it out there, right? You don't have to sort anything yet, but there's a lot that's heavy on the mental load. Just do a brain dump. So I do find that helpful. But let's say you can picture almost like two bowls, right? Today we had like a little bit of like a raffle thing. And, you know, we had these numbers that were cut up and put into a bowl. So let's say you then start sorting those things. This is what is significant. This is what is super meaningful, right? The glass balls. And again, you know, some of the rubber balls are important, but there's only so much room that you can have in that bowl that you can fill it with in any given moment or day or time. So, you know, if you sort those things, what is important, what is significant, and then, you know, there might even be a third bowl or what we like to call the life is garbage that you need to throw things into. Um, But start to make that distinction because we could spend a lot of time and energy on things that are important. And like you had said before, Neil, like there's no shortage of that. Sometimes it can feel like everything is important, right? And that can take up a lot of space, a lot of energy, a lot of time. And then you're probably left feeling at the end of the day, like, oh crap, like what did I do? And I think it's those days often that we fill it with what's important and not what is significant that we feel like, wow, that day flew by so fast. What, like, then you don't feel productive because you didn't get the chance to focus on those significant things. Yeah. I'm thinking of uh, something that we did, I guess, probably over the last few years, I don't uh, have a pinpoint in time, but I know that we used, we used to think it was important to have um, things scheduled on our weekends for us and our kids. Okay. We thought that was very important, but what we quickly learned was that we never got any significance out of it. I don't think we realized it at the time, those terms or those words maybe, because what we quickly came to a realization was that it just wasn't creating fulfillment. It wasn't, we were just filling the schedule for like making a schedule sake. 
And once we realized that we could just give us, our family and our kids space and time to just do whatever they, they want, like in a day and, you know, put their time into what's significant to them right now, it's only our oldest who has a significant activity, but the rest of the time we can just fill that as we want. We can let them, you know, choose different things, or we can, you know, maybe find different times for them to connect with their friends. But I do remember a time where we just thought that we'd have to fill almost every moment of every day with what we thought was important, but it wasn't. Like overlapping. (laughs) Right. And, uh, you know, I was going to say something even about like the importance of space and giving yourself that space for nothing sometimes, you know, whether it is in the schedule to the point where, I mean, if scheduling is your forte, then schedule in free space and call it something neat. I don't know, whatever you want, significant time, call it significant time. (laughs) You know, if scheduling is your thing and you really need to put something in your schedule. But I find even, you know, in this virtual space, even like with work, Zoom meetings, talking, sometimes space can be uncomfortable because it's not something that we're used to because, you know, in this lifestyle that we're used to here, it is very go, go, go. It is about being busy. And I know that when we travel, sometimes, you know, we get a little bit immersed in culture and we're like, wow, if only we could hang on to this a little bit and bring a little bit of this back home. And that's what we said, right? Throw hustle culture in that garbage. But space can sometimes feel uncomfortable at first because it's like, we don't know what to do with it. So then you fill it with not something that's significant, maybe something that you think is important. But if you, you know, take a pause, maybe determine what is significant to you and then start filling that space with that instead, because it is about kind of making those choices. Yes. Again, like let's not generalize too much. There are certain things that you just have to do, right? I mean, do I really want to spend my time and go to the dentist and get a cleaning? No. (laughs) Um, So definitely, I mean, but what? That's like once every six months, right? But just saying like, there are certain things that you have to do that are deemed important for different reasons. But ultimately, when you evaluate things, do you feel like you are giving the significant things or activities enough of your attention that ideally you would want. And again, like that mental load is heavy. So what are you carrying? What are you going to carry every day? Are you going to choose to carry mostly what's important, but that technically you could drop, right? Could you drop that rubber ball? Is something, yeah, no, go ahead. No, but like, One thing that hit me today when I was listening to something was talking about saying no to things and saying yes to things. And what they were saying was by saying yes to things, you're saying no to everything else, right? Like maybe saying yes to all the important things, but that means you're saying no to the significant things. 
when you could focus your energy again on saying yes to a few certain significant things and you will get to those important things, but you need to, you know, accomplish those major significant things to your situation, to your um, journey to be able to, mm-hmm. to be able to say yes more. So it's just, you know, a, a, a no or a yes has an opposite um, effect as well when you think about what you're saying no and yes to. And it was just, it's just one of those things when you're making a decision, it makes you really think twice before you maybe say yes to something or no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when you're saying yes or when you're saying no, also like at what cost? Are you prioritizing certain yeses or nos for reasons that you really don't want to? You know, it kind of goes into the conversation about boundaries too and how important that is because for a long, long time, I said yes to almost like everything, to everybody, overlapping yeses, right? Like, yeah, I can totally make that work. Of course I can be in two places at once because I want to help everybody. But that's not okay. And, you know, that's not even actually at the end of the day, is that really helping that person? If you cannot be fully present or fully there or fully help or whatever that is that you're saying yes to wholeheartedly, like, are you saying yes wholeheartedly? Or are you saying yes to someone who, like, you're then prioritizing that over something for yourself? And it's not selfish, right? Boundaries are not selfish. Boundaries are so important for so many different things. And I think it's important to also lead by example in that sense, right? Sometimes actually by saying no to something, you're setting an example for someone else to empower someone else to be like, you know what? I can say no too, and that's okay. And our friendship will still survive. Our relationship will still survive. You know, and like it creates a better understanding even of what that is. Because if you keep saying yes, sometimes it's just compounded and things just keep getting added on to that. Like if you say yes to that once, you know, then it just seems like that's a possibility. And then that kind of grows when you were even tapped the first time that you said yes, in a sense. So I know that that can be a completely other conversation, a completely other, you know, podcast and topic about boundaries that I think we need to talk about, but ultimately it's worth taking the time to figure out what is significant versus what is important. And you mentioned something really, I guess, like significant today about time. And how that is a finite resource. Yeah, it's something that, you know, we've touched on again in lots of episodes, but, you know, time is not something that you can manage because everyone has the exact same amount and you can't generate more of it, right? Time management is a false term that really you need to think about it in terms of self-management, right? managing yourself to know what's significant so that you can create more space and time, right? You're not creating more time. You're creating more space for time by 
taking care of the significant things so that in the future you have more um, open time available. But you can't create more of it. You can't manage something that managing something to me means that you can, you know, make more of it. You can find some of it. You can, you know, earn it, whatever it is when you're managing something to me, that's what you would think of, but you can't do that with time. So it's, it's a little bit more of a, of a mindset shift with, you know, managing yourself and your focus, right? Like you and I both know that when we are able to focus ourselves on what's significant, we feel much more productive, like you were saying, than mm-hmm. when you're focused mm-hmm. on what's important, maybe you just felt busy. And you're like, like you were also mentioning, what what did I even get done today? Um, so yeah, like it's um, a little bit of a different thought process again, but yeah, everyone's got the same amount mm-hmm. of hours, you know, you can't get more, um, and really, you just need to be careful with where you place your time and to be able to focus yourself on what's significant again. Mm-hmm. I think it also comes down to like, how do you value your time? Like for me, sometimes I go into, okay, if I'm going to spend $5 on this, would I rather spend $5? on something else. So it's almost like the same comparison for me in a sense. Like if I'm going to spend five minutes on something, you know, what am I going to choose? Like, what is that going to be? And I mean, granted, you know, sometimes aimless, like filling space, sometimes people need that, right? I just learned of a term called the scroll hole, which I was like, wow. But it's, it's kind of shifting that mindset again to like, what is significant to you? I mean, there's been many times where we've sat there and like, you know, I've had that moment where I'm like, there is no way I have half an hour in a day to work out. Like there's no way. How can I find 30 minutes? And then all of a sudden, you know, hello, scroll hole, like 45 minutes, an hour. And I look at the time, I'm like, I could have gotten two workouts at this point, but it's almost like, here's what I find. Maybe this is a very like personal anecdote and maybe like you can share either how you find more time or how you, you know, have any tips according to that. But I almost find that when I start focusing on what is significant to me, I almost feel like I have more time. I don't know what the magic of that is, but you know, when I really got focused, like let's say on my health journey and my exercise, and then I was thinking like, wow, I feel like I have time to do two workouts now. I couldn't even fit in one before. And now all of a sudden I'm making it, you know, it is significant to me. It is significant to this point in my life. And again, significance can change. That's also, I feel like not like finite in the sense of like what's significant to you today has to be what continues to be significant for you, you know, every day until the end of time. Um, But when I found time to exercise, when it was significant, I mean, it should still be significant, but like confession, you know, I got to figure that out. (laughs) But, you know, I was like finding time to work out with the kids. Like that was a really amazing thing. They saw that that was important. They asked 
Actually, that was super cute. Our youngest at one point, she like came downstairs in like this bodysuit exercise suit. Oh no, you know what it was? It wasn't even an exercise suit. Okay, so you know, when I'm working out, like nobody's seeing me. So here I am in like my leggings and my sports bra, right? So that was the cutest thing I think that just, you know, came out of that is she would see me doing this and one day she, so remember the stories from previous podcasts, everyone out there <laughs> that our youngest loves to dress herself. So we're talking like pantyhose and t-shirts and just like rocking that throughout the house and just dancing and whatever. So she finds an outfit. She comes down in basically what looks like a four-year-old sports bra and leggings. And she goes, mommy, I'm ready to exercise. <laughs> you know, and here I am filling things with busyness and importance. And, you know, I mean, does my heart want to say yes to everything immediately when something like that happens? Yes. But here's the thing too, is that, you know, you can also set the example, like, yes, I would love to do that. I will be ready in five minutes, you know, and that's okay too. Not everything has to be immediate. So here I am though. I will be honest in that moment. I was probably filling my time with like the importance or like the rubber balls and not the significant stuff. Um, but here she is trying to like encourage me to work out, but it was like the cutest thing, right? Like she came downstairs in her outfit, she's ready to rock. But all to say my long squirrely story about that is when I changed my mindset and I said, this is now significant exercise and finding time to exercise for me is significant. Um, like that made a world of a difference. And you know what? That's not significant to everybody and that's okay. Right. But again, what we keep talking about is in this whole life is here we are in our conversations with life is with Neil and Veronica, right? Our significance is not going to be the same significance as yours. Yours is not going to be the same as ours. But I do think when it comes down to it, if you do focus on what's significant, to you without the influence of everyone else, because that is so easy as well, right? You might think that there are some things that are significant that aren't though, ultimately when it comes down to it and, you know, focusing on what's significant, it just makes that time feel so much more valued. Yeah. So there is a term that I don't know if it's a widely known term, but I know it as a term that when you focus on what is significant, when you know and you have a clear vision of what you are in this moment at this, you know, part of your journey, that your philosophy, your what's your what's your drive, whatever you want to call it, when you know and have a clear vision of significance to you, uh, and it will make you what they call a time multiplier. So it will allow you to take the exact same amount of time and multiply it because it'll create that space for more things the next day and the next day and the next day, because you're always focusing on what's significant and not the things that build up and clog your time when it's just important. So yes, there is a term for that, that you're trying to refer to. So you, you were multiplying your time <laughs> by doing that. And it's right. That's the feeling. You're like, wow, I have so much more time because I know what I want to do. And that's when you fill up all those empty spaces with those significant tasks. So how do you 
prioritize what's significant. Cause I feel like you're very practical. So like, you know, the terms, you know, you know, you've listened to very, you know, significant people <laughs> in their significant opinions. Um, and I feel like I just always fly by the seat of my pants and I'm just like randomly like spewing things out in this podcast. <laughs> and then you're like anchoring it in, you know, something that you've read. But I think everyone listening, they probably, if they know you, they know that you're, you're pretty productive. You know, I feel like your focus is always spot on. Mine usually is not in terms of like, <laughs> you know, trying to harness things together. Um, but I know like the feelings, right. Of like, you know, trying to focus and that sort of thing of like wanting to go where I want to go. But can like, can you share some of your tips? Like, how are you focusing on what's significant? So, yeah, I guess the first thing is to know, like, you have to know what's significant. So that, that again, is very personal. And you need to know if, if are you trying to accomplish something that's significant to you or significant to your relationship or significant to your family, because those are three different things for us and myself, right? So what, what am I trying to accomplish in the significance tasks? The other thing that I know I always do is you need to know when you work your best. Okay, so I know I work best in the mornings. You know you work best in the evenings. That's just who we are. And again, it has to do with our energies. Our energy flows are different. We're just, our, our, our composition, our mental makeup, whatever it is. So I know that I work best in the mornings and there's like a four hour window from like eight to 12 where I can just accomplish so much. And you have another four hour window different than mine. So you need to know <laughs> that window. Okay, that's another thing. The other thing. Mine's the PM window. Uh, and the other, so then the other part of it is during that time, if you have something significant that you need to or want to accomplish, you need to eliminate all the distractions that this world presents to you, right? Whether it's notifications, whether it's um, other people, um, as much as you can. If you're looking to get something significant accomplished, you need to eliminate those distractions. Uh, and for me, I always use like focus music, right? Like I know that if I put on focus music, um, that, you know, there's no words, it's just like a specific like wavelength of music. It helps me to accomplish so much in that time period that my energy or my uh, body is like, okay, this is when you can get stuff done. Um, so those are just a few things. And then I know we've touched on, you know, like, you know, making the list of the top three and going one by one. So there's like, there's a few different things. There's other things that people can try out where, whether it's, you know, um, you know, focusing like all your energy for 20 minutes, taking a five minute break where you just like, you know, sit back, relax, take a breath, you know, doing work and then you get back. So there's different things like that too. But I would say those are the most significant things that I've come across that works for me. But yeah, number one, know your time that you can get those things done. That's the biggest thing to find out because we all have it and it's different for everybody along with knowing what's significant. I think that also significance is like synonymous with like meaningful. Um, and like we already talked about like things of like being fulfilled and everything else. That is really helpful. I love your tips. 
I was saying, so, you know, for those of you listening and watching today, we were having a bit of a conversation and I was like, oh, I wish that we could just record sometimes like the candid conversations as well, because Neil just comes out with these things. Like it's like wisdom, the wisdom of Neil. And I love it so much. I feel so grateful to like be around the constant like wisdom that just comes out. Um, and I love like, you know, you mentioned it again, like when you do your three lists, I don't know how many times I've stopped myself now. And I said, and I even say out loud now, and sometimes you're around and you look at me and I'm like, Veronica, finish number one before you move on to number two. Or sometimes, you know, I'm, I'm in that habit of like, I'm like 10% done one. I've moved on to 5% number 10. Yes. Sometimes there's a number 10, but don't do it. You know, we're, we're going for top three here. And, um, you know, I've caught myself. So I love the tips that you have to share because I feel like they're so practical and they're very helpful. And I think, you know, I would say that we are challenging all of you to just take a step back. You know, when you're writing down your list of things that you feel like you have to do, the to-do list can feel so heavy and so long. Like just picture, I know that all of you can picture this right now. I may have even sent this to you. Picture that GIF or GIF or however you want to pronounce it of that like long whipped out, like rolling list of stuff. Usually it has to do with like wish lists of products, but sometimes there's that really long to-do list that feels like it's never ending. And truly it can be, right? You cross something off and like it gets replaced with one. Sometimes it gets replaced with three and it feels really overwhelming. So when I was even talking about the top three list, there's also that someday, maybe, or also sometimes never list. Like just forget about it. Crumple it up and throw it away if you have to, or you know, recycle it or whatever. But like there's something to be said about, you know, making those categories, spending some time and really thinking about, okay what is significant versus what is important. Yeah. And one thing I read a while back that made me like, I guess offload the mental pressure of having to, you know, finish a to-do list is, you know, they're saying that you'll always have a to-do list. Like you said, you'll never be a point in your time where there's nothing to do. There'll never be a time where there's not an email to reply to. So, when you know what's significant, when you know what fulfills you, when you know what is of, of like top priority to you and those three things, if you don't get to those things, it's not to say that they're not important to you. It's just to say that they're not significant right now and you'll get to them. And it's just like, it's just knowing that everyone has a to-do list and it's never empty, right? So uh, knowing that it just allows you that space to be like, it's okay that I ended my day, but I did accomplish at least one thing. Number one on your list before number two, that was significant. And I think like, if it feels too big, like if that feels too big, it's all about taking those baby steps, baby steps, steps. Well, you were going to say dip your toe in the water, weren't you? I was. How do you know these things? Because oh my goodness, I just do. I know you want to say because because you're gonna say you it. can dip your toe in or you can cannonball whatever is comfortable for you. I know that. Yeah, yeah. So it is all about that, right? Like if that feels really big, 
pick one thing that feels really significant to you and push the other stuff aside. If you need someone to tell you to do it, let this be the message. <laughs> like, you know, let that be the permission to yourself to push that aside. Just try it for a day. Try focusing what is significant, you know, prioritizing that, what is significant to you in that day, and just try it for a day. Like Neil said, like I was trying to say with tips, but I said like, or no steps or whatever. Anyways, it's all about breaking it up sometimes, right? Things can feel really overwhelming. Change is hard. Change can feel overwhelming. But at the end of the day, I think we all know inside of us, you know, we always say, listen to your gut, trust yourself and what you feel is significant. And I feel like that has been a huge shift for us in terms of like, it, fe- it feels empowering, right? You, it's like almost like, you know, you say no that one time and you realize I can say no and things are going to be okay. We're going to be able to move on. I can focus on something that's significant. And that day felt way better, you know, and then you do it again and then you do it again and you know, okay. So, I mean, I feel like this is a bit longer of an episode that we're used to, but I do want to share before we end that someone had asked me, how did you complete the program that you did? Because, you know, when I started my health journey, I dove in and I did like a very intense, technically 30 days, but I was all in. I was ready at that point. This can be again, a whole other episode, but someone said like, how did you do it? Well, number one, I said like, I'm worth it. I'm making the commitment to myself, but I took it a step at a time. If I would have thought about the full 30 days every single day, I honestly probably would not have made it past the first day before reverting back, right? We we can talk about building new habits and all of that too. But again, like change is hard, but you can do it. So pick something that is significant to you and we can't wait to hear what that is. Because again, we will cheer you on with that. Just know that, you know, one foot in front of the other every day, as long as there's forward movement, you're accomplishing something that you want to get to. I think that's a great message, especially when it comes to doing something that's significant that we've been talking about today, because if you're forward striding every day, one step at a time to a significant, um, you know, goal or fulfillment, then at the end of that, it will feel so good and it will allow you to continue on to other significant things in your life. So I think that's a great message and, and sort of, Uh, motto to end this about life is about significance so thank you to everybody who continues to pour into us and allowing us to know that what we talk about each and every time whether it's our stories our messages or um, some tidbit of information helping you uh, in whatever way that it does help you allows us to know that um, this is what we really should be continuing to do Uh, each and every time we put this out there. So thank you everybody for joining us this time uh, and in the past and hopefully again in the future. We look forward to many more conversations and we hope that you have a fantastic day.